0: Our scripture today comes from the book of Mark 9, verses 30 to 37. Forgive me for using my phone. I don't have a Bible in the New Living Translation. So, leaving that region, they traveled through Galilee. Jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there, for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them. And he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, but three days later he will rise from the dead. They didn't understand what he was saying, however, and they were afraid to ask him what he meant. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him, and said... Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them, and taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Let us pray. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you. Amen. This might be presumptuous, and please forgive me if it is, but I think most of us have been in the position where we did not quite grasp what we were being told. Whether it was our parents who were trying to impart some wisdom or a teacher or some other mentor, we often would hear what they were saying but did not truly listen. As I was thinking about the sermon this week, a movie kept coming to mind. And about 16 years ago, a movie by M. Night Shyamalan came out called Signs. I hope I will not be giving any spoilers here, but you've all had since 2002 to watch the movie, so that's really not my fault. Throughout the movie, there were flashbacks to a tragedy that the family had endured. Each family member had some attributes that seemed quirky or even annoying. Phrases that were uttered at the time of the tragedy suddenly started to make sense as the events events of the movie unfolded. It wasn't until the climax of the movie that suddenly the quirks and and the phases suddenly came together. Suddenly the words that had been assumed meant one thing, were enlightened, and the true meaning was revealed to them. The ninth chapter of Mark starts with the transfiguration. Throughout the New Testament, there are a few places where parallels between the Hebrew scriptures and the life of Jesus Jesus Christ. Jesus, after all, is the promised Messiah, the Son of God, so it would make sense that he would use much of the knowledge His disciples already had to reveal himself to them. The mountain setting of this transfiguration is very reminiscent of Moses' time on the mountain in which he encountered God. By the time we get to today's passage, Jesus had already once given the disciples an announcement that the Son of Man would not be with them very long. After the initial announcement, he took Peter, James, and John up the mountain with him and revealed himself as Christ, surrounded by Elijah and Moses, and then the second announcement by Jesus, that the Son of Man would not be with them for very long. Jesus and his disciples were on the road from Caesarea Philippi to Capernaum. That is roughly about 50 miles how the crow flies. Jesus was walking through the land of Galilee with his twelve disciples and perhaps a few other people, and probably some pack animals. Jesus had not sent anyone ahead of them because he did not want anyone to know he was coming. He wanted to have time to teach the disciples, to have time with them, to get them to understand all that they had seen so far, and all that they were going to see. But they did not understand. They could not understand what he meant. They could not fathom a time when he would not be with them. Jesus saw that in order for his word to be able to move on after he had left the earth, he needed to help the disciples fully understand the kingdom of God. This is one of those passages that I always wonder what it must have been like for Jesus. Jesus. He was coming to grips himself with his situation, and he was trying to get his disciples to accept it as well. It is passages like this one that I often wonder if it wasn't very lonely for Jesus. Even though he was surrounded by his disciples and by many people who were following him, he was alone in his knowledge. He did not really have anyone to turn to with this information. He was trying to tell the disciples, but they could not understand. They had not yet been awakened to the full power of Jesus Christ, but he had. And even though he was fully divine, he was also fully human. And his humanness often struggled with his divineness. As his disciples were arguing, he brought a child to his knee. Children are innocent. Children ask questions because they do not have the personal experience to yet know the answers of life's burning questions. They want to know why all of the time and about everything. Once they were in Capernaum, Jesus used the child among them to make the point that all who are still young in their faith should be welcomed by those who believe in Jesus. That even though they are still questioning and still trying to figure things out, they are welcome. It is not just that, th- that they are welcomed by and in the name of Christ, but by God as well. The followers of Jesus Christ are still fighting today. But although the fight is not particularly about who is greatest, it is whose version of Christ is greatest. And it is this argument that tends to get us into a little bit of trouble. Somewhere along the lines, we decided that if people did not believe the same way we do, that they were not true Christians. Somewhere along the way, it was decided that if you could not pull chapter and verse out of Holy Scripture at any moment, then you were unworthy to call yourself a person of God. And that simply is not true. To truly be of Christ is to live as Christ lived to love as Christ loved, and to make sure that the word of God is available for anyone who wishes to know it. It is much better to know where to find the words of Jesus Christ within the Bible than to be able to memorize the words but not understand the context at all. Words without meaning leave us empty. Without knowing the truth behind the words we have memorized, They do not hold the weight intended. Knowing the Bible by memory without knowing the true meaning of the words is like the disciples hearing Jesus speak, but not grasping the importance of what he was saying, not understanding the full weight of what was coming their way. Seeing the full picture of things can be difficult. Taking a step back and seeing the path that you're on can sometimes be time-consuming and really scary. But it is a necessary part of growing as a Christian. Reading and hearing the words of Christ is the first step for sure, but understanding what he is trying to say to us is equally important. In a lot of ways, even when we think we have a good idea of what Jesus wants us to know, we are still like the little child that he brought to his knee. We still find ourselves asking questions. We still find ourselves wondering what exactly God has in store for us. Are we on the right track? Did we completely misunderstand our call and spend an obscene amount of money on a master's degree for nothing? When I arrived at seminary in the winter of 2015, I felt really confident in what I knew about God and what I believed about Jesus. I had been raised in the church, after all, and the child of two elders. As I sat in my very first class, which was Introduction to the New Testament, I felt like such a freshman. I was hearing words I did not know. I was hearing points of view I had never even considered, and it was wonderful. It was like an awakening. It was like I had been hearing Christ my whole life but had not really been listening. Suddenly, so much made sense, and doors opened. It was like an awakening, even after years of feeling solid in my beliefs. There is always room for new information and for new interpretations. There is always room for a change of heart or direction. It is never too late to understand the words of Jesus Christ. Although the movie Signs ended with an attempted alien invasion and not the crucifixion of the Lord, the overlying message is not too different from today's passage. Someone who had the knowledge and the eyes to see what was coming was trying to get those who would still be on earth to understand the full weight of what was coming. The gifts that we have all received from God are for a purpose— It just sometimes isn't the purpose we thought it was for. Open your eyes and your ears to what God is telling you. Look at your gifts. What can they be used for? If they're not being used to spread the understanding, the grace, and the mercy of Jesus Christ, it may be time to listen up. Amen.